Thanks for checking out the podcast. Before we get started, Racetech, Racetech.com. Please check those guys out. Get your motor work done. Get suspension work done. Show your bike some love, and it'll show your 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 it'll show you love back. It's that simple. Racetech's done a, a lot of riders over the years, a lot of teams over the years. The S the um, SGB Maxis team, of course, big Racetech guys. Nuclear Blast Yamaha, big Racetech guys. Zombie Blows, big Racetech guy. Get your oil change in your suspension. Get your motor work replaced. Get it modified. Uh, they can do it all over there. They've got the full CNC machines going on. They've got all the springs and valves and, and oil that you need for your suspension to make it work and right. And the best part is if you tell them Pulp MX sent you, you'll save. Pulp21 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Anything to do for your bike, they can dial you in. They can really hook it up, make it work well. And uh, just, look, maintenance, simple maintenance to your bike. Make sure you get it done. All right, people? Appreciate that. Racetech.com. All right, on to the show. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. Thanks for listening, man. I appreciate it. This is with um, Adam C. Cirillo, Monster Energy Kawasaki rider. Looking forward to uh, chatting with AC about a bunch of topics, including how the outdoor prep is going, Nick Way, and more. So thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, Zach Osborne, speaking of the outdoor, Zach Osborne winning the championship last summer with Fly Racing Gear. The 2021 Kinetic Mesh is out now. It might be sold out, but check your local dealer. Uh, nothing vents like this stuff. Nothing fits like this stuff. The Kinetic Mesh is absolutely uh, my favorite line of gear when it gets hot. So please check that, guy, that, just, uh, that stuff out. Formula Helmet with Rion Technology. Man, it's lightweight. It's safe. It's quiet. Uh, pinnacle of helmet protection is the, is the Formula Helmet. So please check that out from those guys. Go to a guy like motorsport.com to check out the line of fly racing gear. I want to thank the folks at Renthal, of course, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 69. Renthal has become notorious for relentless obsession of detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Renthal.com for more information. Max's tires, great mountain bike tires, light truck tires, uh, SUV tires, and of course, dirt bike tires, MXSTs, developed by McGrath, used by the SGB Max's Kawasaki team this summer out there on the Nationals. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts, great customer service, great pricing, great return policy, free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. Please check motorsport.com out for your next uh, next need, whether it's OEM or aftermarket parts. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to help us out. And thanks to the folks at Cobolinks, of course. Since 25 years ago, it's been the Cobolinks improved, uh, has lowered their first motorcycle based in Boise, Idaho. They made the Suzuki DR350 seat height a little shorter for trail riders around the world. 
And now they got them for all sorts of brands, from Aprilia to Yamaha. And uh, the first one, like the first link, each one is still seen-seated idle for riders of all ages, heights, and abilities. Cobolinks.com, get 15% off any link and free shipping by using the code PULPMX. Cobolinks.com, 15% off any link, free U.S. shipping. Just use the code PULPMX.com, help yourself out. If you're a shorter stature person, Cobolinks can help you dial the bike in. So thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to you people for listening. Coming up for the Motocross Nationals, we'll be here each and every week recapping them. And, uh, of course, the one-on-one interviews as well. So here's Adam Cincerillo. Now, as promised, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, presented by the folks at Renthal, Maxis, Motorsport, and Cobolinks, Monster Energy, Kawasaki rider, Adam Cincerillo. What's up, AC? How are you? What's up, Steve? Glad to be here. Thank you. Well, we normally get you on the Pulp Show, but those are 20-minute things, you know, so I just want to do a little bit longer than that, a little bit more of a deep dive with Paula coming up, you know? Yeah, deep dive, you know, that's my thing. I love to talk. Right, right. So, uh, I got a theory about you. I'm working on this theory. I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to flesh it all out. Let me run it by you a little bit here. So, okay, second overall at the Nationals last year, right? 450 Nationals. Good season. Um, Yep. 250 motocross title under the belt. Uh, Really good season. Congrats on that title a few years ago. Um, Supercross, no Supercross wins, no Supercross titles. Adam Cincerillo, outdoor guy. Yeah, I mean, I hate that. I mean, you know I hate that. I absolutely Outdoor guy. Right. I get it, though. I get it. It's funny. It's funny because coming in, you know, just – I feel like my whole precedence – you know, that I set when I kind of when I started, you know, at the professional level, I sucked outdoors my first right. year and then I came and I, and I won Supercross right away. Mm-hmm. So it, it feels like that's followed me all the way until this point where people are like, he's a, you know, he's a Supercross guy, a Supercross guy. And and they're right to to an extent like I it, it, I do feel that it comes like more natural to me, like ever since I mean. You know, I was like one of the first kids. All the kids now are out here riding Supercross. You know, from mm-hmm. a, you know, when, yeah. by the time they get on Super Minis and all that stuff. But I was like one of the first kids out here, and like I was on a small wheel eighty five riding with, you know, RV and stuff, and even even Nick at at the you know Cali Test Track like back in the day, like oh nine, getting ready for U.S. Open. And yeah. I, I remember I was like pretty damn good, right away. <laughs> to be honest, on Supercross, and I was like, wow, this, you know, this could be good for me. But yeah, clear. I mean, obviously, I don't have the results. Um, you know, that, that say I'm a supercross guy, but it's interesting. <laughs> it's kind of interesting how that's, uh, how that's played out. It is. And look, I'm, I'm half joking. Cause you know, uh, but, but it is, yeah, you've had more success, um, outdoors to so far in your career. It's early, uh, one title and more wins and, and all that kind of stuff, not counting 250 supercross, but yeah, man, uh, it's, it's a theory I'm fleshing out. So we'll see how this summer goes for you. But, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a lose-lose situation for me right now because all I want to do is go out there and kill it. I go out there and kill it, I'm even more of an yeah. outdoor guy. <laughs> Greatest outdoor rider ever uh, without Supercross results. Michael Lessie or Adam Cincerillo? Discuss. <laughs> Jeez, come on now, Steve. I'm Take kidding. It easy, bro. I know, I know. Listen, uh, the, the the speed I've seen you on a Supercross track, uh, um, I have no doubt that the winds are coming shortly. So um, how do you feel going into the outdoor season? How, how I mean – Kind of funny, we talked about you the other day on a preview pod. You got hurt last year in Supercross, came back for Salt Lake, right? So you were probably doing a lot of Supercross stuff. Came back for Salt Lake, it didn't go well. He showed up at uh, at the first round in Loretta's. This year, 
I'm guessing you probably could have came back for some soupy by the end, and you and the team decided to to throw the towel in and come back at Paula. A little different strategy two years in a row? Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, last year I, I broke some bones in my back, so it was, like, totally out. I, I yeah. couldn't, couldn't have raced. Um, I could have lined up at Salt Lake for sure. But beyond that, I'm not quite sure. Oh, okay. Like how All much right. value I would have yep. been at to, to be honest. It took me, I mean, it, it really took me like, <clears throat> I think I started riding maybe a week before a week and a half or two weeks before salt Lake, something like that. Maybe, maybe a week, mm-hmm. but it, my, where my plate is on my collarbone right now, it's so I, I broke it. For those listening that don't know, I, when I broke my collarbone in 2020 at Arlington, they, they, you know, I kind of broke it right in the middle. They put a plate there. Orlando, I crashed this year, and I basically cracked it to the inside of my plate. So pretty, like, pretty close to my neck and sternum and all that stuff. So uh-huh. my collarbone, my it's sore. Like it's going to be sore until I get this thing taken out. Like I'll get it taken out right after, right after outdoors is over. Mm-hmm. But. Um, not in an ideal location. The titanium plane is not an ideal location. And I, I just told Nick the other day, actually, like, I'm really glad I don't have to ride Supercross with this. Outdoors is Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but for Supercross, and especially it being so sore, coming right back, it would have been – it wouldn't have been good out there. I wouldn't have put on a good performance, if, if okay. any. So it's really not know, apples to apples. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not. And, you know yeah. me, I would, I'm – I'll be straight up, and I would say if yeah. I was just like you know cashing in for the nationals or whatever, I wanted to get back out there so bad, mm-hmm. so bad. Even in my first um, Instagram post, I said something about being back in Atlanta, and I was like, ah, it just didn't didn't materialize. But yeah, it's given us given us quite a bit of time um, to get ready. It feels like I haven't raced in a year. So yeah, really I'm excited to get back at it. Um, how much different is your bike going to be? Um, you know, look, you had a great season last year. Uh, wins showing speed you know press Zacco to the end I mean I've been on teams before I might just if I was your crew chief Oscar there I might just be like hey man this setup right here this works really well if we can improve on this great but let's it's not stray too far from this uh how, how are you doing with your setup uh setup is mm, we've made some pretty significant changes oh god I hate to hear that I hate to hear that <laughs> I know you do as a mechanic I know you do <laughs> but um yeah, for the better. I felt like we, yeah. I mean, obviously, I know my my setup from last year. Yeah. And, um, and every year too, I'm still developing, you know, as a rider. So just kind of learning to do things better, different. Um, and yeah, so the bike's kind of you. You know, you're always chasing it, and well, it's not like anything anything crazy, mm-hmm. nothing crazy. But it's it's we definitely we definitely uh-huh. made some changes, and I've I've felt more comfort on an outdoor track on a 450 than I have in my entire life up until this point. So, will you will you feeling, text will you text me it. will you text me uh, in between the moto when you go back to your 2020 setup? Will you let me know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll be the first one. Because 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 it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You'll be able to see it. You'll be able to see it. You oh. take a picture of the bike before and after. Okay. You'll be able to see. It. I'll be able to figure it out. Sounds good. Are yeah. we? Uh, how how are we doing with the uh, with the arm and the elbow and the and the nerve and all that? Are we are we hundred percent on that? Is that something you're gonna have to live, learn to live with a little bit? <clears throat> well, mm. yeah, a little bit. Okay. A little bit, to be honest, but yep. but it it has it it has not affected me since. I think there was a couple Supercross races in the beginning where where it was affecting me um, a little bit, like here and there. Yep. 
but really hasn't affected me since then. Like I said, they released the pressure on the nerve on yep. my elbow in like December. And I'm not very educated on nerves, but um, from my understanding, it's it takes a little time mm-hmm. to, to get the nerve to backfire yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah. it, I definitely have felt improvement. I can't say my right side feels the same as my left, but I also I also would say that it hasn't you know, it hasn't affected me, hasn't made me go slower on a bike at the end of a moto or anything right. crazy, you know, in the past, you know, four four months or so. Right. Um so can't complain. You know, everybody's got a little little something here and there. For but, sure. Um, yep. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. I had somebody in the industry tell me that the only person who can beat Adam Cincirillo is Adam Cincirillo. And I almost like it's a little mm-hmm. cliche-ish. Uh I'm 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 not there. I'm not a that's not that's too hot of a take for me to to embrace all the way, but I am there a little bit. I am there a little bit. Like self-induced mistakes yeah. will, will, can yeah. can kind of do you in a little bit, you know? But um but I don't think it's the only thing. You know what I mean? It's it's not uh you're not on that level yet where you can stop no. where you can stop no. these guys. There's times <laughs> No. You're right. You're right. There's times, there are tracks um, and times where I feel that if I do string it all together, that nobody's going to touch me, mm-hmm. you know, but there are yeah. tracks that I go to and like somebody, you know, especially really never felt that always in the 250 class, pretty much always. I felt like if I put it together, I was the guy. Yeah. But every weekend there's somebody doing some crazy wheel tap or this or that or you know, somebody going just crazy fast or, you know, so it's not like when I can feel like I can just absolutely shelf these dudes, you know, at, yeah. any, at any given moment. Um, That's kind of what this guy was telling me was like, you know, you can win if you don't make mistakes. And I'm like, I don't think he can win every weekend. He could, he could not make mistakes. And some of these dudes can just straight up beat him. You yeah. Know? You're never going to win. Them. You're never going to win. Them. You're never going to win them all like that. But well, Stu did, I think, but, <laughs> yeah, well, Stu did, RC did, you know, a couple guys did that, not me. Um, I think, I, like, trans, as transparent as I can be here, I think um, it's easy when you have some crashes and stuff. Like, obviously, I'm kind of, like, that's kind of my thing, right? Like, people know I'm really fast, and I I made some mistakes and crashed this, whatever. Like, it's easy to just be like, oh, you know, like, oh. Like, man, he's got the worst luck. He's got this. He's got that. It's like I, I fell into that at one point in my career and being like, yeah, man, like, you know, why is this, you know, why is this stuff happening to me? Like, why, mm-hmm. why do I have bad luck? Like maybe if I, even if I wasn't voicing it, that's what I was, that's what I was feeling. Yep. But now I've been analyzing it a little bit closer and I feel that my mistakes that I've had in Supercross are mostly technique related Mm -hmm. like to me it's it to me it's a lot like i can wrap my head around it like i know what i have to do in order to to fix these mistakes like i I know what i have to do and and if you were to get somebody like get somebody that knows what they're talking about in a room they would probably tell you the same thing about about me um like get somebody knowledgeable about the sport and ask them why i crashed they tell you but a lot of the times it's just because i'm too far back on the bike to be honest, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that stuff being a little bit stronger in terms of like upper body strength. Uh, I, again, not making any excuses at all, but I, I'm not sure how much I've talked about it in the past. But my, I do not have really any range of motion with my shoulders. Like I, that you know, you've seen yep. me like raise my arms above yeah. my head. Like I, I can't do it. You know, so. <clears throat> It's just working. It's just figuring out how to ride the bike as fast as I want to go, but that that my strength will basically allow me. And I know there's ways to go as fast as I want to 
with you know with my capabilities yeah like, you've done as it a human I mean, you've being. done it yeah yes. like i've yeah. done it you yeah. know so it's just about fine-tuning that and um yeah so it, it just gives me some clarity like even you know i was obviously really frustrated after you know after the way supercross ended for me and just really trying to um you know come up with a game plan to you know to fix it and to be better and to mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> be the best i can be i i hate my thing is always, I say, is like make new mistakes. You know, I hate, I hate making the, the same mistakes. So uh, I'm really confident in kind of our game plan um, as a squad. And yeah, man, yeah, just excited, excited to race again. Right, exactly. I I always feel like some of the mistakes I've seen you made, whether it was Houston uh, or the crash in Orlando, is you're too much in a hurry. Right, you're in a too much of a hurry. You got to go, 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 and then yeah, that's where technique kind of maybe slips by the wayside a little bit. Yeah, and it's it's a very it's a fine line because yeah. you don't want to you don't like. I'll give you an example when I when I I had a couple years off there early in my career and I came back to I think it was 2016. I was riding the outdoors again, um, and there was a couple years there where I was just kind of like a mediocre like wasn't doing it i really wasn't crap like i really wasn't crashing that much really Mm -hmm. i was just not that good you know and it was kind of it was me learning to balance me learning to balance um like that determination with the technique and it's just it's a very it's a very fine line because there is this part of me that will like do anything in order to win like it i just would it just will never go away Mm -hmm. i that's just how i am to my core and it's just about channeling that. And I, I want that feeling. I, I don't want that feeling to go away, you know, to go away because that's that feeling is what's going to make me great. I, I just have to I just have to fine tune it. And I, I, I'm almost there. I swear. Uh, the sports gnarly, though, like, you know, Webb had a back issue last year, dropped out of the Nationals. Uh, Kenny, we all know Kenny's issues. Um it's just such a meat grinder of a of a sport and a series. Anderson dropped out. Marvin just come back from the knee, et cetera, et cetera. Down the line, um, you you look at a guy like Eli who's literally missed one race uh, in his Cowie deals in, in his Cowie time, and you're just like, yeah. that's such such a hard thing to do. I mean, so yes, you've missed a lot of races, but also everyone look around. A lot of you guys do. It's crazy. It is a it is a tough sport. I mean, yes. it's tough. That that is that is a little bit. Um, I mean, it, it's an anomaly, obviously, to be like a Tomac or a Dungey or even Cooper. He races most of the races, even with his you know his back deal last year. Like mm-hmm. he's been really durable, and and that's a you know that's an attribute just like speed or just yeah. like yep. anything else. You know, so your your coach your coach at one time when he was racing, uh, I used to say, hey man. Yeah, he's you know probably uh, getting paid a little bit too much money for his results because let's face it, NYK was raking it in some days, some years with those oh, MD- yeah. with those MDK years. Oh, but yeah. the dude doesn't get hurt. I said he's at every race. If you have a sponsor and it's on the side of your bike, he, Nick's going to represent it well and he's going to be there. That's a skill. He, well, he's at he's at every race and he has a brand too. People like him. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's, absolutely. That's a people forget about that too. It's like you nope. got to be. People don't want to buy buy a dirt bike if you're if you're a dickhead, you know. Even if you're <laughs> even if you're fast, I mean, maybe sometimes. Yeah, no, no. If you're winning, you can pull it off. Outside of that, you can't pull it off. Yeah, exactly. It's like yep. it, it's almost like a more sustainable approach if you're mm-hmm. if you're a little bit better with the fans, maybe 
it'll right. sustain you through some of the, the bad results. I had a guy close to Cowie tell me this week. I was a lot of talking this week, a lot of talking. I had a guy, a lot of, I had a guy close to Cowie, and I can text you on who it was uh, after we get off the phone if you want. But he told me that he thought some of Eli's issues were because he didn't have you around. Now, obviously, look, he he won last year without you around for some races. But this <laughs> ge- this gentleman was telling me that you know, look, you and Eli aren't bros. You know, th- those days of teammates happening, those are gone for everybody. Um, yes. You know, everyone does their own thing now. Uh, I, but having said that, no one wants to be the slowest guy on the team. Nobody likes that feeling. Um, and, and this person was telling me that he thought, uh, A, a little bit of bike issues that you could have helped work through um, if there was any. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Adam, what are you feeling or what do you think? And two, just not trying to, you know, be faster than you, which you were at times faster than him, hurt him a little bit. That was kind of a compliment for, from this person. I think I think anytime you're you're like Eli in a position where he's accomplished a lot and he's getting towards the tail end of his career, um, like anytime you can have like motivation right there in right. front of you, yeah. you know, at the practice track, it's like you're a competitor. You're going to go out there and you're going to try hard. And it's like it's, I'd imagine it's a little bit. Uh, like as you as you get older and as you've accomplished as you've accomplished what he has like it's a little bit harder to really just strap the boots on absolutely give it the beans you know all off season long if you don't have some um <laughs> some kid there trying to yeah you know blow you out of the water so um <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah maybe, maybe something to do with that uh, yeah. i don't i'm not i'm not really want to speculate on on his stuff but um, I, I will say that in in 2019, from like from Monster Cup leading up into my rookie year, we mm-hmm. did have a great we had, did have a great off season of like riding with each other quite a bit, right? Um, in November and December, and it definitely helped me. Um, and this year was completely different because my off season was a complete shit show, and I barely right. got to ride. So, um, but as far as like bike stuff, like maybe some maybe some motor stuff here and there, but not. Well, not, you know, he's yeah. obviously he's on. Yeah, he's. But, but even like, uh, hey, Adam, what do you think about this uh, turn? Or you know what I mean? Or how are you feeling about your motor in this mm, turn? Or whatever. Yeah, I don't it's know. a reach. It's a reach. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, interested to to have this person tell me that that you know, yeah, the, this hot kid, you know, maybe someone to chase a little bit because let's face it, you you can put down times faster than Eli. You know what I mean? So, anyways, that's just a theory of this guy that I spoke to. Um. On a scale of one to nine, uh, how shocked were you when you heard that he was uh, leaving? Because we can talk I mean, about it because sh- the press release is out. You saw the press release. Yeah. Okay, all right. Good. No, I know. Uh, okay. I know we can talk about it. I know we can talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Eli is so synonymous with Kawasaki just at this point. I mean, it's. It, I guess it's only been since 2016, but right. it feels like it feels like a decade he's been on yeah, it does. You know, a green it does. bike. Yeah. Um, so definitely, definitely strange to imagine him riding different color, but uh, yeah, just one of those things where you know things just change, and it's just you know we'll see him on a Yamaha next year, and on a few races in, and it'll just be normal again. Right. So, so uh, but yeah, like you said, it's not as far as it, it feels like. Um, although Eli and I have like a good professional relationship, it's it's not really like I'm losing like no. uh, the teammate really, you know, because. You know, we have all of our own suspension guys, and you know yeah. everything. So everything's so separate. And he's got his rig, and um, yeah, you got you guys yeah, see each so, other for when you sign autographs. You see each other for thirty pretty minutes, pretty much. <laughs> right, yeah, right. 
Yeah, so it's nothing too nothing too personal. You know, I'll see him just about as much as I did before. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. No, it's it's know? a little thing. I think fans don't understand that a little bit. I don't think fans realize that. It's not like, hey Adam, what line are you taking in that fourth turn? And this does and this goes for sex and Kenny and all that too. It, it's not it's not just you and Eli. It's it's these that's yeah. what it's like now. Totally. Right? And I think it's funny, dirt bikes is such like we're we're transferred out of this like rock star stage, right? Where we're just like these I don't know, just like late 90s, having a good time. Like that's right. kind of the vibe. That's yep. kind of the vibe, right? So we're stuck between like, oh, you guys are dirt bike racers. Like why isn't everybody like hanging out and having a good time? And then there's now this professional, like this more professional aspect that's that's kind of thrust into the sport too. So it's almost like fans, fans people in general are just contradicting themselves a lot on um what they want what they of, like yeah, yeah what yeah. they want what they like all that stuff it's just like a weird it's maybe it's maybe they're not contradicting themselves maybe it's just two different types of people with two different viewpoints but um it's definitely dirt bikes are funny in that way you know it's like half of a, half of you know the people want us to be like rock stars that are you know having a good time and like you know we're racing dirt bikes on this and then the other ones want us to be like a pro's pro yeah, so, yeah, it's it's like uh, they never say anything on a podium, and then a rider says something on a podium, and then they're like, "Ah, yeah, she's like, what are you about?" <laughs> no, it's it's absolutely insane. I'm with you. You, you really can't win. So I think you just got to be yourself. Yeah. yeah, but it's cool. I I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world. No, no, it, it's awesome. Um, are you looking forward to having like Buds and Southwick back on the calendar? Like last season was weird. Let's face it; it was nine races. Last two season of them, was weird. Yeah, two of them at Loretta's, which I I know it may be, bring back great memories to guys like you but g- give me a break a little bit on that track no. uh, uh you know i i didn't really bring back any great memories for me to be honest i okay. was flying through the fucking air <laughs> i got the jersey here in the studio by the way it's great oh, do you yeah it's do up you? it's up in the studio um yeah two red buds two loretta's it's just yeah but we're back with unadilla back with southwick back yeah. back to buds classic classic outdoor schedule it's yeah i think outdoors is uh Man, I had some really bad outdoor memories until 2019. And then since then, I've had yep. a great time going to every race. Yep. But it's just because I think my career started off bad outdoors. Mm-hmm. It was it was a difficult run to try to break that little spell. But now now that I've got out of that, I, I really, really enjoy outdoors. No, I read on the internet, I mean, you took a dive at your very first national. It wasn't food poisoning. It was because you weren't ready. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So it's yeah. been downhill for the nationals since then. <laughs> Um, oh God! Uh, Fly Racing, please check them out on the on the web, flyracing.com. Uh, great guys, great company. The 2021 line is out now, of course. Uh, Adam rides for another company that spells a company with an F and three letters, but this one is Fly Racing. <laughs> um, hey, listen, your stuff, your 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 kit looks good. There's no doubt. You, you can't hate on your kit. Um, even the folks at Fly no, Racing. No, you cannot. Can. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. You uh, can definitely see it too, because most of the time I'm out there in the flow yellow. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, thanks to the folks at Motorsport, of course, Coba Links, and of course Max's Tires. A Ray using Max's Tires to attack Adam Cincerillo this summer at the Nationals with his Max's Tires, developed by Jeremy McGrath. I want to thank the folks also at Renthal. Adam uses Renthal bars. Are you? Uh, you're on the crossbar bar now. You're back to that. Oh no, we're back. Oh, we're back here we go. Bar. Okay. We're back. Fa- Fat bar is back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> you guys, dude. Uh, I can't keep track of trainers and handlebars with pro riders. I, 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 know, I really man. can't. Uh, uh, so rent, rentall.com for more information on that. More titles than all the brother brands combined. When you look at Monster Energy Kawasaki, you look at Red Bull KTM, you look at Honda. They've always used rentall and rentall.com for more information on those guys. So thank, thank you to those sponsors for, for stepping up. Um, you got some helmets stolen? What happened? 
Dude. That's tough subject. I don't want to give these I don't want to give these assholes too much spotlight here, but yeah, I just was I pressure wa- that electric pressure washer you were kind enough to give me for show 400. Oh, you're oh, got to get used yep. to. Oh, man, it's plugged in, in the garage, it's ready to go, but yeah, I was just rinsing my helmets off. I put them on the back of the tailgate just to <clears throat> just to drive for a mm-hmm. second. Went inside, garage open. They were probably out there for an hour. I live in like a little gated townhouse yeah. in the community. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I went back out there to get them and they were gone. Dude, so I was, I was super bummed out. It was the Blink helmet, one of my yep. one of my favorite like slow yellow helmets and then yeah, brutal. Yeah, brutal, especially being a, you know, they were obviously watching your house and you know all of that stuff. That sucks. Yeah, it's just yeah. Because nobody's oh. coming up and just being like, "Oh, look at you know." What I mean, they're they're like, "Hey, Adam Cincerillo lives there. Let's see what we can steal." Terrible. Yeah, terrible. You would think. Right. You would think. I know it's people like that, man. I don't. I don't get it. Um, where were you when Ramit went flying through the air? Uh, I was playing PlayStation. wasn't watching the race. Okay. I was actually. You're gonna love this story. All right. So, <clears throat> I didn't realize the race had started yet. I was. I believe I was out west. Um, and then the whole, the whole Peacock thing, like they, you have to have Apple TV to watch it on your TV. So you, I only really watch it on my phone. Um, okay. That's odd. But, so I was pl- okay. What do you mean? Well, you can get it on PlayStation. You can get it on, uh, uh are you sure? Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, but how could I, how could I, how could I play Call of Duty if I was watching the race? Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yes. I'm kidding. I'm right. kidding. Uh, okay. So I didn't realize the race had started yet. Yeah. Uh, I was playing um, Call of Duty with Chris Betts, actually, and of course he's got his phone in his lap while mm-hmm. he's playing Call of Duty, yeah. and he's like, "Dude, holy shit, McAdoo just died!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no. no!" And so I pulled up. I'm like, "I didn't, re- you know, I didn't even realize this watch it." So I, I pulled it up real quick, and it was it was slow mo replay, <laughs> slow mo replay of him just absolutely pile driving himself into the thing. I'm like. Uh, actually, when I first told Chris, because he said he's dead, I'm like, he's probably fine. Yeah. He's probably fine. Yeah, because it's McAdoo, uh, right. Yeah. yeah, it's McAdoo. He's going to survive it. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, that was brutal. Oh. And of course, my like, I'm so strange like this. The first thing I did was went to McAdoo's Instagram, because I knew it was going to be a big night for McAdoo when he got up. Yes. Like, yeah. For, for the big fans' night. perspective. Yeah. Yep. Yep. First thing I did was went to McAdoo's Instagram to see how many followers he, followers he had. To see how much it was going to go up in one night, like uh-huh. I see, yeah, yeah. Mark's so, uh, Mark, our guy Mark said it went up twenty five k. Yeah, it was something crazy like yep, that. Yep. But um, uh, yeah, I was he, happy. I was happy to see him survive that one, and then and then the main event uh, where he the restart, and there was that. I think the guys were going triple single into the left handed one eighty turn, and he like went three and three quarters on it. I'm like, Oh no. Oh, he, he, he was the greatest thing to, to, for those Atlanta races, just to watch him and, and, and all that. Does he remind you? He, he, okay, go ahead. He needs a statue in Atlanta. He does. He does. Uh, does he remind you of you a little bit in any way? No, no. Okay. Not really. Yeah. With the way we go, like, okay. So some, some would say that we end up in similar scenarios, but, the way we get there, knowing him and knowing me, is two completely different like points of view and completely different. I, I don't even mean riding. I mean like heart, kind of. I mean like uh, that kind of stuff about like like you also would have tried to race with, well, with your visor. Uh, well, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've talked about it with Cameron specifically, and he's like, "What people don't understand is 
most people, 90% of people in that position with the championship and all that are going to are try going to race. Are going to try to race, yes. Yeah. And that's what that's what we were – because we were talking about like how gnarly everybody is in general. You know, it's like mm-hmm. – I'm telling you, man, these guys, like these – like the guys that I race with every weekend, like they are gnarly dudes. Mm-hmm. Like gnarly dudes. Yeah. You know, nope. and that – that's just one example, really. Uh, yeah, and he we had him on the show, and he was like, "Yeah, well, yeah, I was fine. Why wouldn't I race? I was fine. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, and we're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. He's uh. like, yeah, you know, if I would have, you know, broke a bone in my finger and I couldn't pull the clutch, then I wouldn't have gone out there. Right, but right. I was fine, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, like the really the only thing he's getting over is the shock and the soreness. Yep, of it all, you know. Uh, were you like me a little bit and, and like a little um, uh, shaking my shaking your head at some of this criticism he was getting? Like the team, like you know, saying like, "Oh, the crash with, with um, uh, Blos, you know, the that took Blos out, and, and we love Zombie Blos. I mean, he's an amazing guy, but oh, Cameron shouldn't have been out there. You know, it's just like, come on, man, it's racing. Like, I don't know. I felt like that was just that. That was so 2020 social media coming back, right? I was just like, come on, people, stop it. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think it's a natural reaction when. When ninety percent of the people are really stoked on Cameron for going out there and doing yep. it and calling him tough, this and then you know, then one guy is like, "Well, well, what about this? You know, well, yeah. why? I think yeah. that you know." And so there's that ten percent that's going to be like, "Yeah, you know, you're right." Right. Yeah. It's just I, I couldn't yeah. believe. You know, the AJE team owner wrote this thing, and I, I, you know, of course, my social stuff explodes both ways with my DMs and my tweets. As far as you know, people are all over the map with it. Um. And that leads me to my next question. So you put out a tweet about Cameron, and I th- mm-hmm. and then you got caught up in it a little bit also. And I admit, I don't necessarily agree with your tweet 100% that you said it. But you had to have been like, oh, fuck my life. Why did I even tweet this? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah for sure. But uh, I was just like, you know, Cameron's a buddy of mine, and I was just so 100%, yeah, supporting. Just, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and maybe a little bit irrational at some point, but whatever. I'm like, with those types of situations, I'm like, I'm all, like, I think before I do any type yes. of social media stuff, like I would never really get myself in any massive hot water. Right. But um, with those type of stuff, I'm like, yeah, like, you know, probably people are going to have some stuff to say about this, but I'm kind of just feeling it right now. So I'm just going to send it. You know? <laughs> I'm just going to do this. Kind right? of my, yeah, just like whatever. Like I get that it's not a yeah. – it's my take, so it's, it's objective, well, you know, and whatever. I, I always try to make sure – I, I don't talk in like absolutes. Like I, yeah. I just, you know, make sure that it's just my opinion, and then we can have a discussion about it or not yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Weege and I, Weege and I in the press box were like, "Oh, do you see Adam's tweet?" And like this broke into a ten minute conversation with amongst us. Like you know what I mean? About, oh, really? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were like very. This was a good. I, this I, was a good debate for us. I always struggle on like social media, like with those types of debates. It's it's tough when you're you're not able to have like you know the tone of voice factor and like it's a it's like a friendly debate you know Mm -hmm. i don't ever want it to come across like it's like too heavy or too much you know because that's not the way i look at really anything on on social media i don't think it's the way you look at anything in your life too much i mean i think i think you're a pretty neutral grounded guy with able to see both sides of views both both points of view you know yeah i mean i think there's no point going through life closed-minded um how's nyk does he talk about O2 at all uh, when I when him and I were top privateers in Supercross? Does he, does he bring that up at all, ever? No? Nick Nick doesn't really bring up his racing too much. He he is he's what I try to be too, which is like present minded mm-hmm. and and 
and thinking of stuff like he's a big like future thinker, you know, but he's not too caught up. As far as like pro motocross riders go with like the back in my day stuff, he's no, the, yeah, he's the he's, least. Yeah. He's the least. Like there was you know, he'll you know, we'll be in the gym and um, you know, he'll be talking to me and Cameron about you know one time at Red Bud, this happened, but it's something yeah. that relates to what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like yep. something that information that he can give us. It's not sure. really like, dude, I was sick that well, day. You know, I have the all. You know who else is like that, and maybe more so than Nick. You got to hear this. So the great Tim Ferry, as you know, you know him well. And, and oh yeah. Okay, so he always tells me how fast these guys are compared to his day. Always, he's like, these guys are going so fast. He's like, these guys are. So-. <laughs> and Legend, we had him on the show. After Orlando, he came to the to the show live. He was telling so we whatever race the Orlando track was the same. Was that the one you crashed at? I don't even remember. The, the uh, Orlando 07. Uh, oh wait, you crashed in the second Orlando. Yeah, I did. So okay, so the first Orlando was the same as 07, right? They said. Oh yeah. Although it was well, different. They said I, I was there lower bowl watching yeah. Orlando 07, and then I was out there rolling around uh, Orlando one. And yeah. It was not. The same. Okay. Anyway, so we were discussing put because we watched it on youtube 07 ricky and james yeah he says that ricky and james would be like 10 to 12th place guys and we thought he was a lunatic um and i'm like look okay on their bikes so if you just put james and ricky in a in a, in a time machine and drop them into orlando 20 2021 timmy said they would be like 10 to 12th and we just called him out on it for being an idiotic take. Now, granted, mm-hmm. the bikes weren't as good. They had carburetors. Mm-hmm. For sure, the bikes were not as good. But that's James Stewart and Ricky Carmichael pushing each other. And Timmy's like, no, man. So that's a perfect example of Red Dog not living in the past. <laughs> so, and, and Red Dog is, he's smart. Yeah. He's a smart guy, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's, a, I think he's probably a little bit like me. And, you know, like you, I'm not hating on anybody and it's totally cool to like look at the past or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? But he probably sees, you know, most, most, um, you know, retired, you know, professional racers, they kind of have, there's like this group of them that are kind of like, <clears throat> I don't know, kind of talk about the same stuff. Yes. Like, and yeah, I'm really yeah. not, and I'm really not coming down on anybody or talking down to anybody at all. Like I have so much respect for, you know, all those guys, but I think he's, he's like, like, how can I look at this? Like, how can I look at this differently? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but I, I think, don't know. That's just my hunch. Like, that's what he That's thinks. fine, but that's insane take. You can say they wouldn't win. You can say that. Well, it's... You know, but that's I an insane take, take. The root of his... I won't speak to his take. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't... Obviously, I don't agree with that. Right. But um, I, the root of it is... What he's saying is, like, everything... Like... Like it continues, like everything continues to get better. Like yeah, yeah. all the guys yep. that Michael Jordan was playing basketball with, and yeah, you know, yeah. like for, like how good Michael would be in today's NBA. Like maybe he wouldn't stand out as much, you know. Like that that type of stuff. It's like human, uh, like somebody ran yeah, uh, yeah. a marathon under two hours. You know, it's like it's a natural human evolution that everybody's going to get better. But and I agree with that. With, I agree with that. With generational yes. with generational talent like RC and Stu the talent that they have will go will, <laughs> right. will go longer it yes. will go longer than than Look, say i will 20 years from now you know what i mean yeah. like that that like that yeah like no, it, it stands the test of time longer 
I'm not gonna. I'm not bagging on Vince Freeze. He's a great rider. He's a good guy. Uh, uh, but he was he was 11th or whatever that night, and we were like, so you're telling us, Timmy, that that RC and James would be right around I where got Vince. Where, <laughs> okay, yeah. So, and he's just like, yep. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, discussion over. I can tell you one thing. I got 10th. I got 10th. And I would not have seen right. Stu or RC in that race yeah. at all. Right, even at with all. even with their carbureted soft suspension four fifties, they could have been right. like two strokes right. in 05. Right, they still would have had my ass. Yeah, I know. But that was another example. So, anyways, did I run my theory on NYK by you about his career? Was that you that I talked to? Potentially, but not that I remember. Okay, thanks for remembering our conversations. No, my th- okay, so. <laughs> I did not a suit. no. I did a story on in RaceRex magazine on guys who have won one moto in their careers. That's it. They raced oh, okay. their whole career. Yep, I saw that. They won. They won one single moto, and I wanted to talk to them about whether they were ecstatic that they won one moto or bummed that they could that they showed they could do it once and never again. You know what were their feelings, right? And right. it was all over the map for guys. Like some guys were like unbelievably stoked. Other guys were like, "Dude, I should have won more." I, you know that kind of bums me out, right? Anyways, right. So Nick was one of those guys. He won one single moto in his career at Millville in '99. Yep, '98. '99, '98, '98. I think thought, you're right. I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, I am. Um, so he wouldn't talk to me for the story. He wouldn't talk to me. And, and you know how. <laughs> I love it. That's right. awesome. And you know how close we are when we were buddies. We're we're bros. Yeah. And he would not talk to me. Yeah. And. and <laughs> I'm just like, bro, and he, and he's just like, I, I was coming up the deadline, right? And I was texting him and talking to him, and, and and he's just, he just, and also, I've been trying to get him to do a long form podcast on his career with me for years. He won't do that either, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, he's always busy with you. You get it from him. You'll get it from him in the next few years. He just needs a little bit more self development. Here's my theory on Nick Way. He thinks his career was a disappointment. And he doesn't want to talk about it. That's an crazy. That's as, as that's almost as insane as Timmy's take about Stu and RC because the guy made millions of dollars, got on the podium at 450 <laughs> level. You know, got on the podium at 250 level. He never won a 250 Supercross. You know, he never won a 450 uh, Premier race. And I get it, and I understand it. He thinks he didn't do what he should have. And okay, yeah. that's fine. But he 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 thinks so badly. He thinks so much that that he doesn't want to talk about his one moto. He doesn't want to talk about his career. He just wants to, you know, he's happy with it. But he's deep down, he's angry still. That's my theory on Nick Way. Yeah, I think I think with somebody as intelligent as Nick, mm-hmm. I think he. I think this is just this is just yeah yeah yeah. This is just I'm not speaking right. for him right like. I feel like he, like he obviously he is a person. He's a tryhard personality. Like that's what I call him. I call him a tryhard. Like him and Cameron are kind of the same. Like they're just like you know always like I like just it. Ham- like not now. Nick is obviously he's a trainer. He's he's smart. Like he's not just hammer all the time now. You know what I mean? But right. he that's his personality type. Like he's never not going to do enough. Right. So during his career, I think he did everything like with the resources that he had Mm -hmm. um and you know what he came from and everything he did he put 100 percent. i agree i agree yep and then i think he probably being a smart guy that analyzes everything much like myself Mm -hmm. not saying i'm smart but saying i analyze everything (laughs) he 
realizes where he fell short and where he was maybe trying too hard and where he needed to do this and he needed to do that and feels like he left a lot on the table. But Heinz, to me, my opinion is like, what? how is that not success? Yeah. Like, you did yes. everything you could, man. Like, right. everything you could. Like, that is something that most people in life never accomplish. Like, that, that, like, that's my goal every day is, like, do everything you can. And, like, who, who, like, how can you be disappointed in that? You know, I, I'm I with think, you. He, and he I made a podium. He podium for these Supercross races. That's badass. Regardless, be proud that you were one of the best. Yes. And, you're like, and I, I think, I think that he is, but I think he's just, like, he's just one of those guys that just always wants to be better. And he's just kind of stuck in that mentality of, like, you know, I could have done this, could have oh, done this, just... could have done that. But yeah. I think, I think as he, I think as he gets older, I think he will learn to appreciate his, his I, effort even even I, not saying that he doesn't right. already he, you know look, I, and by no means do i think he loses sleep over this no shit. i agree but, he does not lose sleep um, over but he doesn't want to rehash it either with me with a guy like me talking about his career he doesn't want to rehash it yeah i don't know if i would either i, I, <laughs> I mean look he had no bikes at times he would go buy a bike from a dealer he would yeah, he, I, he I would know. do whatever really... he had to do to 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 better himself i remember and bringing back tim very into this when i was working for red dog Red Dog was 30-something years old near the end, and he was, talk- he was talking to Nick Way. Nick was like, hey, Red, how much do you cycle? He's like, nah, not really much at all. What? Nah, not, nothing in season. I do my stuff off season, and then in season, he's like, I need to rest. I'm old. And Nick was like blown away by this because you know he was doing really? hundreds. You know he was doing hundreds on, on the road bike, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And Timmy was like, nah, dude, like, I barely do anything in, in the season. Like, I need rest. You know, I do my motos, and that's it. Like, yeah. So you know that he just did – he probably burnt himself out at both ends and, 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 you know, that probably hurt him. But like you said, how could you not be proud that you actually did the <laughs> – Yeah. You know? It's one thing It's one thing to look back and be like, oh, man, I sat my ass on the couch. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That might be tough to talk about. Right. But like, yeah, maybe I should have ran three miles instead of ten. Right. I don't, I don't <laughs> like, know. Like that's so. pretty much all he's got to be bummed on. That's my theory on Nick Way. I'll stand by it because I cannot get the guy – to like kind of talk about his career with me because I think he just doesn't want to think about it because he thinks about I should have been better I should have been a champion and I'm just like oh god give me a break I think part so. of it I think part of it's that I, like yep. I think part of it's that and I think part of it is him like he's just a really principled person like he mm-hmm. he has his way that he lives his life and like it's like it's not going to be affected by so like he he stands for something yeah you know and yeah, I yeah. think I think he is his mindset is be the best that he can be for his, you know, for his wife and his family and for his kids. And like, I just think that that type of stuff he feels is like deterring him from that, you know, something, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. No, yeah. I, I agree. Look, and dude, I, I bounce things off him all the time. Like, and I told you, like you got asked to manage your agent and Steve's good and all that. Mm-hmm. I get it. He's great. Yeah, but yeah. I told, I told you a few times, get a lawyer to handle the legalities of a contract and use Nick way because I've, Yet to come across a guy, and I've and I've been in this game a long time that knows the ins and outs of the industry and the the biases and non biases of people and the connections and the value of things like Nick Way in the outside the industry stuff or I should say off the bike stuff. He's incredible at it, at it. Yeah, he's smart. Right, he's smart. Very smart. He's smart. Right? Yeah, so, very smart. Uh, right. I like I like uh, I like all that stuff that he's got to bring. So I'm glad that's working out with you and him and and, and McAdoo like. Has it been all sunshine between with you guys, or I mean, has there been stuff that he has to get on you, or you have to talk to him about? Like, how how does that go? 
It's been a couple years now. With Nick? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can't say we've ever – man, it's crazy. He's like probably – he's he's one of the – I mean, I'm like closer – I'm closer – I'm as close with him as I am like my mom and dad, you know? Like right. they're Like right. he, he is – you know, he's like, he's like family to me. And, um, yeah, I mean, we, we get into it all the time, but Mm -hmm. at this point we're so close. It's like, whatever, like, it's not even, you know, we can get into it and I'm like not worried about it. Like I, you know, yeah, I'm like not worried about it at all. I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I, we're, I feel like we're evolving together too, which is sure. what I really enjoy. Right. I'm different. Like I'm a different, I'm not like, I tried to be at one point in my career. Like I tried to be like everybody else. Like I'm, I'm just different. Like how I, how I process information, how I go about my work, how stuff needs to be explained to me. And Nick is like the only person I've come across that like really, really gets that. And it's almost unspoken. But it just link, it brings this level of like closeness, um, right? You know, with him and I, and just like I have so much trust in the guy. And wow, I, I to be th- honest, like where he came at, like where he came in, in uh, like the point of my career that he did, yep. uh, was just was like I'm not in, like an everything happens for a reason guy. Like I'm, that's not me <laughs> typically. Right, right. But man, it really makes me it really makes me think with stuff like that because like he was just so instrumental in just getting me to the next level and, and just even where I'm at now is yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, you're both, I think you're both a little OCD, a little over analyzing. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I can see where he can look at you and be like, well, that was me, you know, freaking out about this and losing my shit over this small thing that doesn't matter. So let me help this kid. I could totally see that a hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. I think, it's not so much that I'm like I'm not much of like a I'm not much of a freaker outer these days. There was yep. a there was a time. Okay. But it's more of just him sensing um Yeah, I, it's yep. more of just more the over more sure. the overanalyzing stuff. You know, he's just he breaks it down for me and makes it simple and I put some of that like some of the sh- like some of the stress that I carry around from analyzing like okay, am I yep. doing enough? Am I right. doing this? Like I put that I put that on him, mm-hmm. and yeah, we you know we make a a good team in that way. Fly Racing Racer X podcast with Adam Cien Cerrillo. Uh, you know who wears Fly Racing? Zach Osborne, who took down Adam Cien Cerrillo last summer. He did in his Fly he Racing really did. gear. He did. Uh, it was a really good Hope job. He enjoyed that big check. I'm sure he did. Um, uh, well, actually, yeah, knowing him, he just put it in the bank. Um, <laughs> totally. Uh, thanks to Fly Racing, and also to uh, Renthal and Maxis, also Coba Links. Uh, I don't know if you need a lowering link for your bike, but Cobalt Links makes them AC uh, from everything from Aprilia to Yamaha, used by trail riders, motocross racers, and adventure tours. 15% off any link, free US shipping by using the code PulpMX. Uh, each one is CNC in Idaho for riders of all ages, heights, and abilities. Increase your plushness, improve your cornering, and gain confidence by having a lower center of gravity. Not bad. Sounds uh, pretty great. Motorsport.com as well. OEM parts, aftermarket parts. Uh, go through the banner on pulpamex.com. That helps get me some money. Also, uh, motorsport.com, great return policy, free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. Uh, great company, great guys. Motorsport.com, official sponsor of Filthy Phil Nicoletti this summer. Motorsports, on board with them. Wow. Yeah. The 715. Keep an eye out for them. <laughs> Copy that. Who are you more? Who would you be more scared of lining up next to on the gate this summer? A Ray or the fifty-one? 
Because the fifty one the fifty one could get the jump on you and move over uh and be very, very, you know, sort of aggressive. A Ray, however, well, could have something wrong with his bike and it could blow up next to you. Well, <clears throat> For conversation's sake, I'll answer, but okay. real talk, whoever's next to me on the gay, I could give a shit. Okay. Like, I I actually, I, I typically take it as some type of, like, <clears throat> to motivate myself. As ah, some, yeah, like, yeah. When people line up next to me on the gate, it's like some type of, like, <laughs> they're trying to, you know, because I'm a good starter, right? And I'm yep. like, what are, you, what are you trying to do? Like, are you? <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy's like, what? dude, it's the only gate that was left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's the best gate. But it's funny. <laughs> you're so not rationally thinking right, you're, in, right. you're in that mode, you know. Um, but, yeah, man, I still can't believe last year A-Ray, like, I still don't get it. Him going off the gate in Ironman with a flat front. It's, like, a, it's an amazing story. Plan? It's an amazing what story. Is, inc- I'll tell that story to like, God, <laughs> it's incredible. It's great. Incredible. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, probably Barsh. He's a pretty good starter. Right, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, something we were talking about on Twitter this week or last week, it is insane to me that you're out of Glen Helen with peewees and quads trying to get your laps in. And it's not just yeah. you. It's all you guys. I don't get it. I don't know why you guys don't pull your money together and rent tracks each every day. I know that's a whole, like, the whole, don't, I don't want to show you what I got. But it's got to be gnarly for a guy like you. I mean, you passed me last year at Glen Helen. You don't even remember it. I was out there, and you went by me like Mach 10. And I was just like, what are these guys doing? But I guess that's what we do in moto. I well, don't know. this is – this is what we do as riders. We just show up. <laughs> right, right. We just show up. That's pretty much it. It's just like status quo. This is what we do. And but why do we really do that? Broken the mold. Nobody's really broken the mold yet. I don't know. <laughs> it's like sometimes, sometimes I will dive into these like deep rooted questions about like why are sports a certain way. Yep. And then I think to myself, well, I don't really have much time, much more time doing this. Like I don't know how much more time I should spend <laughs> thinking about this. And then I realize. <laughs> And then I realized that everybody else is thinking the same damn thing. Right. Yeah. They're it's... just like they're just like I'm just try- I'm just gonna be here. I'm just getting in and getting out. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I don't yeah. have time to change the world. Basically, right. uh-uh. that's everybody's mentality. And and most of the riders are so pitted against each other. Like everybody hates this guy or this right. guy. Or this guy. It's like we're not gonna really get in a big group chat and be like, yeah, let's do it's this. Just, <laughs> I mean, barbaric. It's like it's barbaric. <laughs> Bets told me like Mike Trout just going out to the local softball yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Tr- tr- I got I got know. some hot water the other day. Not hot water, but kind of got exposed on Instagram because at State Fair on when was it? it must have been this Monday. It was it was pretty crowded because Paul has been closed, so uh-huh. everybody's been scrambling for places to ride. And State Fair is like a minute and fifteen lap time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there was this this guy in front of me, and I like kind of got up alongside him on a jump and kind of like revved him, but he held the rut, and I just went in there. I just <laughs> went in there and just moved him out of the rut, <laughs> and it was like a play by play photo of it. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tough. But well, um, I, I yeah I don't. But like this is just like you know you just don't see Lewis Hamilton like going to the local karting track to get laps in. Well, like, this, you is, just, this is an F1, dog. I don't know, bro. It's insane this to me that, F1, dog. that the team... And guess what? This isn't baseball either. Dude, it's a thousand bucks to rent a track. Like, seriously, like Cowie and Pro Circuit could rent the track for a thousand bucks. It's 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 nothing. I don't understand it. It'll always... No, we have been renting yep. them out this, uh, this right. past week. Uh, before we go, let's uh, let's talk about our buddy Betts. Uh, he, this is hilarious. So he broke his finger. 
And then uh, he said he put it on Twitter, and his every motocross fan attacked him for being a pussy and not playing through a broken <laughs> finger. And he's like, I get it. I don't have a – he texted me. He goes, I don't have a comeback to that because – you know, you guys would like moto guys would do that. So I don't really have a yeah. comeback to that, but that's what we do in baseball. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just what we do, dog. Right? He's like, he just got attacked. Like, what, what? What do you mean? So what? You broke your fingers. So what? So like, <laughs> totally. I know. Put some dirt on it. I know. He, he's just like, I don't know what to tell these guys. I had surgery. Like that. We my <laughs> my organization wouldn't let me play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. For real. So there's no win in there. It's not. Yeah, but he's. I've been stoked to see Chris is doing. You know, he was doing well in Major League Spring Training and stuff. It looks like we're we're getting pretty close to the show. So. Oh, I hope so. I've been I've been watching baseball more, trying to get trying to get more educated, so right. I can you know have some educated back and forth with Chris. But uh, well, I let's yeah, hope, man, let's hope so. He. No, oh, yeah, we're we're good. I was. We're I got. The, I like where we're at. I got the minor league baseball app. And put his team on the app. So when I open it, it's yep. just his team's games. Uh, the biscuits, dog. The biscuits, yeah. I got the biscuits. <laughs> the biscuits. And, uh, you know, I'm following his stats. And then, of course, it was a complete shit show. He's out now. But uh, at one point, I tweeted out his stats. He was 0 for 4, and I went to dinner. And then he got it. He, dude, he, he, he had like a RBI and a double or something on his fifth out of bat, and I totally missed it. <laughs> I went to dinner and forgot about it. Jeez. So all my Twitter yeah. followers yeah, just he's... thought he went 0 for 4. That's like my bad. He's been playing well. It's poor journalism. It is. It is really poor journalism. But coming from me, I mean, what else do you expect, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right, AC. Uh, thanks for your time, buddy. I really appreciate it. Want to touch in base, get our listeners up uh, up to speed with what's going on, and run some eternal questions of our sport by you. And I don't feel like we got any answers, but that's okay. That's fine. Um, of course, don't just whatever you do. Don't. Um, what do you What do you do? Don't don't post. Don't don't write this out and just only write out stuff that makes me look bad. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. This will be just podcast form only. That'll be it. So. Okay, all right, that's good. Because man, I get myself in hot water sometimes when you guys type it out. I'm like, man, that sounds a lot worse <laughs> when it's typed. It's a good point, you know? actually. You're right about that. I just got this sarcastic, like, yep. right. tone of voice that doesn't come across in text. So I'm like, do, do, do you have uh, haters like on your Instagram or DMs? Or, like, do you have guys that? Like, I don't see, feel like people, I feel like your approval rating, it's never a hundred percent, but I feel like your <laughs> no. approval rating is pretty high in our sport. No, it generally, the only complaint is like, the only complaints like, Oh, when are you going to crash again? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> okay. Like that. I don't ever really get like, you're a terrible person. So yeah. like, if that's the worst thing that somebody has to say about me that I'm like, yeah, <clears throat> you know, hit the ground a couple of times. It's like, whatever, yep. you know, I, there was a point, there was a point where I was getting some serious hate, you know? back in the back in the good old days but now it feels like i don't know man i like i everybody's so good to me i yeah. feel like even yeah. in the industry like i just i don't know yeah i feel like your your uh your interviews are really good you're honest as much as you can be and, and i think that's appreciated you know um uh and yeah. also you, you you know you you do some of them like you, you do things like you'll you'll talk to those guys at swap moto or or me or like, you know what well, i mean you're you're open to talking to people so well i think I think so. There's this thing about this sport that, or just sports, or whatever that. This is just my perception. Like you feel like you have to be a certain way in order to like be successful, right? And I just think that's stupid. Like I think I'm going to do it exactly how I like exactly how I want to do it. Like I, if I want to talk to everybody, I'll talk to everybody. You know, yeah. I'm not going to do it just because this one guy is like, you know, doesn't talk a lot and like, you know, like I'm right. I'm just going to be me, and I've just kind of accepted that and. And that's where I'm at. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that you brought the vlog back. You know I've been pushing you for that for a couple of years. And you were like, ah, I can't do it because people don't think I'm serious enough. And I'm like, it's, yeah. it's, 
yeah. don't care. It's eight hours a day. Like, what, you, what are you guys supposed to do? Like, after you work your eight hours, which is motos, gym, whatever, what else are you supposed to do? Brought back totally. the vlog. Yeah. I just got I just got to a point I just got to a point in my life where I'm like why am I what like who is gonna like I want to do this so yeah why like why wouldn't I hundred percent I mean? like, obviously yeah. I'm not stupid like I'm not stupid not gonna do anything crazy but yeah I'm just not gonna let like somebody's perception stop me from doing what I want to do yeah, yeah I like it it's great I haven't watched episode one I need to watch it uh, yeah watch it's pretty good I got a this guy you'll meet him he's coming to the races uh, his name's Derek he filmed and edited it for me he's okay good dude. Um, yeah, check well, it out. I will after I check out Troll Trains' latest vlog. Cause oh, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's... Troll Trains first. He's got a shout-out on there. Oh, he does? Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, Troll, yeah. Oh, Tr- yeah. Troll Train. You didn't, I didn't really realize that Troll... Troll Train put on his vlog his brother waxing his ass uh, doing laps. That's transparency. I right like there, it. Brother. I like it. He's like, yeah, Jeremy. Fucking not a me. practice guy. We're right. not a practice guy. He's not a practice guy. No, he no, brings it in the we're race. we're fine. We are fine. Uh, awesome, man. Thanks for the time, AC. Appreciate yep. it. We'll see you in Paula, man. All right, man. Sounds good. Thank you. See you. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. 
stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey, 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 